0: Welcome to the God's Our Pop-Up Podcast, where we love to talk about some fun and debatable topics in the Bible. We hope this podcast encourages you to dive deeper in your faith and seek God first.
1: <laughs> yo yo it's been a minute everybody we're back we're better new year
0: new us we also don't know how to act because we and don't Cam know how to act, act as, as you mics. can
1: mics yeah as you can see by the intro um matt and i got some new podcast um microphones yeah we was, all got new mics yeah julian is still using his like 1972 <laughs> uh school <skull> candy <laughs> earbuds but matt and i we don't know how to act we got some new some new gear for the new year um rhyming accidentally oh, shit! But, okay yeah that was that was a bar um but man it's been a minute guys we're excited to get the new year started um and so i just want to talk and just catch up with these boys here with matt and julian today and um i just want to ask all guys it's been a minute how were y'all's christmas breaks uh what were you we all up to
0: yeah christmas break was it was pretty fun uh i got an extra week than than anticipated so that, that, was, that was pretty cool. Uh, I got to spend a week with, with my fiancé and, and her family, and then we got to spend the next week with with my family. And then I had to come back to campus for basketball. And f- fortunately, we've been playing three games a week since then, so I've just been super busy. playing uh, play Monday, Thursday, Saturday. been crazy. Don't have too many off days, but it's been fun. So Christmas break was good. I enjoyed the time off and the time with family. So what about you, Julian?
2: I had a pretty good Christmas break um, since I have to – Um, work up here in Fayetteville Arkansas I was only gonna stay down for about like two weeks but a week and a half in I just decided to go back before New Year's but I just hung out with mom dad um, brother some friends from high school um, including uh, y'all and yeah came back up and started to get back into work and transition back into school so it's been good
1: yeah, um, my break wasn't too eventful. I was definitely able to see the high school homies a lot, which is always a great time. Um, so I was hanging out with them. And um, I'd say like the one like eventful thing that I did was I went to a, a stumo conference uh, in January, right before school started from the 2nd to the 5th. Um, that was a good little getaway just because I was at home for um, most of the break. And yeah, it was just super refreshing, super rejuvenating. Um, was able to learn a lot. Um, it was kind of scary just with COVID, and there was like a bunch of schools there, but um, they were taking all the the proper precautions, and um, you know, was just able to see um, some of my homies from Coleo too that I haven't seen from the different campuses. All my uh, TCU homies, um, Tech homies. It was good to catch up with them, but yeah, SMC was great, and yeah, now school started, so that's that's pretty much it for for my
2: break. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Um, since we're in obviously new year, 2021, what, I know it's cliche, but y'all have any like new year resolutions or anything that y'all are trying to seriously work on for this year?
0: Yeah, I do. I've, I have a new year's resolution. I kind of started a little bit before the new year, but I got, I bought this book called uh, the Bible recap. And basically, it takes you through the Bible in one year chronologically. And it has notes and videos for you to watch and different things like that. So that's my New Year's resolution is to read that um, every morning to uh, to get the Bible in a year chronologically. I think it's kind of cool seeing it chronologically because uh, you all the stories kind of make more sense. I mean, the Bible just flows together so well. Uh, there's a lot of you know boring things to read sometimes, honestly. Like I got finished in Exodus a few days ago, and there's a lot of God-explaining um, how to build this and that and how all the dimensions of everything, which wasn't too fun, but it shows that God cares about the little details. So that, I mean, that's what, that's it for me. Chronological Bible in a year.
1: That's good stuff, Matt. That's that's going to be really um, helpful and just like a different way to look at the Bible in that, in that way. For me, I think that I want to start reading more and I like hate reading. I'm sorry to all the bookworms out there, but I struggle to even open up my Bible. It's literally just like a like a daily struggle for me. So I think I want to start reading along with like my quiet times, like getting into the word every day. I want to make that like, like be consistent in that, make that a priority. But um, I also want to read maybe like anywhere from three to five, like spiritual books. And I already have some in mind, which I want to do also. So yeah, I want to get spiritually swole. I also want to get physically swole. I want to be consistent in the gym as well. Yeah. So I think I've been doing a a decent job of, of those two things so far to start off the year. What about you, Julian? Yeah, mine
2: is a lot of piggybacking off yours. Um, in particular, I am currently trying, like what you said, I'm not a reader at all. I've tried before and sometimes I've been, I would start a book and not finish it for like seven months, even if it's like, like literally 200 pages. I'm just very that. like unmotivated to read, but I just started a book. Um, I'm, I'm only a chapter in, but it's called Wild at Heart. And um, it, it's no way, kind of Julian.
0: I'm reading that book right now, too. No
2: way. What chapter?
0: I i just started it. There's a Bible study or a study going on at my school. That's crazy. That's I just I that. Yeah, that's weird. I just got that book like recently, too.
2: Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, my, my motives, I'm, I just want to, I mean, especially like us, I know we've talked about it before, but one of my big spiritual goals is what it means to be a man of God. And I know we've like, You've, you may have, like, talked about it, um, and even, like, women, too, like, being a, a woman of God and stuff. I'm I'm sure everybody has maybe, like, discusses at some point if you're, like, kind of deep into your faith or um, serious about your faith or something. But I kind of just want to get more in detail and more into depth on how I can better myself as a man of God, um, just because there, there's a lot of things in my life that I've kind of, like, sat back and just reflected on on ways i can improve or things i want to improve on as a man of god so that that's probably my biggest um goal for the year so
0: it's pretty nice uh one book i will suggest to you Julian, and into all the podcast listeners actually is kingdom man um for all the male podcast listeners it's by tony evans i believe his wife wrote kingdom woman as well for those looking for it but basically it's just you know, kingdom man is how to be a man of the kingdom, a man of God and how to run your household and how to be the best husband, father, brother, all of those things. So I would suggest taking a look at that, Julian. Um, probably the best book I've ever read. I just read it this past semester. Yeah, so for sure. Uh, before we hop into our topic today, I wanted to talk to you guys. So I know, we've, I know we've said like, reach out to us if you have any questions and different things like that. And so, you know, the people that actually know us and have a relationship with us, you guys know how to reach us. But for those of you who don't, Know us, never met us, you're listening from different places. Uh, I want to give you guys an email to send anything to. Um, we have no problem sending up means with you guys over the phone, over Zoom, or just answering questions in email. So if you guys have any questions, please reach out. You know, if we say this in the future, that this will be the email. I can put it in the description too. With uh, well, the email will be mattgarriga2018 at gmail.com. So that's mattgarriga2018 at gmail.com. So if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, any feedback, we would love to hear from you guys. So, but now to hop into our topic today, we're talking about how to start fresh uh, in the new year and spiritual success in 2021. So we we have a few points here, fresh start points, three of them, and I'm going to tackle this community one first. So community is, is a big piece of advice. Um, if you know me at all, you know, I talk about community day in and day out and what it's been to me. Uh, These two guys in the podcast are my closest community and they will be for the rest of my life. I can guarantee you that, you know, just being plugged in to community and church, you know, you need to, you know, especially if you're a new believer, if you're in some worldly environments, you need to change your, your playground um, and your playmates. So change where you hang out and who you hang out with, because, you know, who you hang out with is, is, is going to turn to, to who you are. Uh, As you know, first Corinthians uh, 1533 says uh, bad company corrupts, good character. And then another piece of scripture I kind of want to touch on here is Hebrews ten twenty five. So once you, once you find community, once you get plugged into a church and you find these things, Hebrews 10 25 says uh, to never stop meeting together, but encourage each other and all the more to see the day approaching and that day being the day of Christ Jesus. So that's, that's like one of my big points right there is community just get plugged in and find, um, you know, accountability who uh, Julian will talk about here in a minute is just, it's big community is huge. You know, when, when you tell someone what you're struggling with, the sins that you're struggling with, and they ask you uh, how you're doing, it's it's big. You're a lot less likely to struggle with your sin. You know, if you're tempted to do something one day and you text, say I text Cam like, Hey man, I'm tempted today. Pray for me. He's going to ask me tomorrow. Hey, did you get over that temptation? And it's going to hurt me to say no. And it's going to be awesome. When I say, yeah, I got over that temptation because um, he asked me. So.
2: Yeah, that was really good, Matt. That's a community. And, accountability to def- definitely go hand in hand for sure. Kind of like what you talked about, but me and uh, one of my mentors up here um, in Arkansas, we've kind of been going through this too uh, about like accountability and things along that uh, nature. One, one big thing that he was telling me was our mission has to be our motivation and we need to have a mission focused mindset. Um, and where that begins in my life is through accountability. I remember when I first started getting into my faith and I, I wouldn't even, I would still say I'm kind of new, like I'm about like four years into my relationship and I have like the rest of my life to go. So that's kind of why I say that. But I I've just kind of learned over my time. I, I'm kind of like a, I guess content to myself type of person, if that makes sense. So when things like happen, I kind I tend to keep it to myself, but I've kind of learned and realized over time doing that, um, that kind of inflicts more damage on yourself because there's nothing better. Um and Jesus says this ourselves or Himself that we do need to hold each other accountable and we do need to be walking with people. Like Galatians six two says bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. I think it's just really important to in your daily lives, whatever that looks like, you're kind of filling that in with somebody that can hold you accountable and Um, Hold you to the standards of Jesus if you want to grow in your faith. And yeah, so I think like things like talking with your friends about uh, struggles you're having, um, like with sin, or asking your friends to help with obedience and discipline, or even just getting up and going to church and stuff like that. Because one thing I've, one of the biggest things I kind of learned being a young life leader up here at the University of Arkansas is that we're we're kind of like a cup right and we want to be filled to the top so we can spill into other people um, and you're not going to be able to spill into other people if your cup isn't full and so where are you how is your cup getting full you know like you need to be trying to get it from as many outlets as possible and you can't do that without like trying to go into community like Matt said um, and trying to go to friends or mentors or whoever to you know like fill you up in that aspect so it's definitely really good to be filled up so we can fill into others so yeah that's my take on accountability and i think Cam's about to talk about like discipline and obedience
1: yeah that's that's good stuff um i also wanted to add in the community aspect i was trying to find it i know i think it was somewhere in romans just talking about like once you have trusted christ as your lord and savior you were made up of one, uh, like you're made up in the unity as one body of Christ. And this passage was talking about how everybody has different spiritual gifts and roles within the body of Christ. But at the end of the day, we all come together as one. And I think it's, I think it's awesome that everybody um, and each of us have a different, unique spiritual gift. You know, some of uh, some of ours like are the same. Some of ours, are different but at the end of the day we're doing it to um for god's glory and to ultimately just glorify god's name and we can ease we can also just learn from each other about like a gift that we might not have but let's say like julian has a gift of of leadership and that's something that maybe i lack in i can go to julian to learn more about leadership and so i think that's just unique how god designed all of us differently but at the same time to come as one and to learn from one another so i just wanted to add that to community i don't know if y'all had any uh thoughts on on that or spiritual no, gifts but i thought that's, that that's really point. good cam
2: did, did you uh what was that scripture that you said for it
1: i think it was somewhere in romans um i'll try to look for it but i,
2: I was about to say because uh that's actually one of my favorite um quotes of scripture in the bible is first corinthians 12 18 you, you can read i would prefer to read First Corinthians 12, 16 through 18. But just 18 alone kind of tells you what that's about. And it says, but in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just how he wanted them to. And that the context around that is that we're all a part of the same body, um, exactly like what you said, Cam, but like different parts. So it, like Cam and Matt have things that they're better at than I am, and maybe I have something I'm better at than them. But that shouldn't be a competition. That should just be things that we use to fuel and better each other um, to make the whole body function as one.
1: Exactly. And I actually just found the reference. It's Romans 12 verses five through what is it? Five through eight. I'm going to read that real quick. Um, it says, so in Christ, we though many form one body and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your, gift, if your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. And so what I got from those verses is that you know, God gives us these gifts so that we can build up his church. And to use them effectively, I think that we first must realize that all gifts and abilities come from God. It's nothing that, you know, maybe we can um, help ourselves and other people can help us um, develop these abilities. But at the end of the day, God has given us these abilities for his purpose. Um, Two, I think that like we need to understand, like I was saying that everyone, uh, not everyone has the same gifts. We need to know uh, who we are and what our gifts are and what we uh, like, how we can use those to um, ultimately fulfill God's purpose for us. Um, I also think that um, we need to dedicate our gifts to God's service and not to our personal success. I feel like that's something that we can uh, just take for granted. as like you know, not take for granted, but we would we want to seek recognition for the things that we do, which is obviously um, you know it's nice whenever we get recognition for things that we do. But at the end of the day, like I've said, it's not about our personal success and what we are doing for our, um, what we are doing with our gifts. I think that we have a higher purpose than just you know the people around us and for ourselves. Uh, that self-fulfillment. And then I think just like the last point is that we need to be willing to utilize our gifts wholeheartedly. If you know that you're a leader and you are failing to use that trait that you have, then, you know, what are you, what are you using it for? Like, why are you suppressing it? And I know like, you know, people have their different reasons. Maybe they're shy, maybe they're, it's out of their comfort zone, but that's something that you could pray to God about is that, um, you know, that, you you would be willing to utilize your gifts wholeheartedly and not hold back anything from uh, God's service. And so just like God's gifts differ in nature, power, effectiveness. Um, And so our role at the end of the day is just to be faithful and to seek ways to serve others uh, with what Christ has given us. And so that was the verse, uh, the reference that I really liked from Romans 12. Did you have anything else on that or just hop into discipline? That's some good stuff, bro.
0: Hop into discipline, baby.
1: Discipline. I'm going to hop in that. I want to start off with the story of the young, with the rich young ruler. And so at SMC, that, that conference I was talking about earlier, Jonathan Pacludo, who's personally one of my favorite speakers, he used to be the, uh, the lead at Watermark Church and of the Porsche Ministry, which is the young adult ministry, um, every Tuesday nights, which is also a great outlet if you're in the Dallas area and you can make it on Tuesday nights. I believe it's at 7, 7.15. Um, to just go get plugged in with the community over there, um, learn more about the Lord, and uh, just continue to build relationships. Watermark's a great church, and we strongly recommend um, anybody who's not plugged into a church already to just go check it out if you haven't. It's, it's really good. So, yeah, the story of the young rich ruler. Um, let me find that real quick. Matt, did you want to add anything else on community real quick while I look on that or Julian on accountability?
0: Community is going to keep you accountable. That's what like. They go hand in hand. I mean, I can't stress enough. If you don't have community, you need to find it ASAP. If you do have community, you need to just go further in, you know, like some people like to bounce around, especially if you're in school, like you can go to one Bible study one night and then you're going to another event, another night with the church. I think it's, it's big time to, uh, be fully involved in one church, one body. So like find your community, find your church and then do everything with that church. So go to their Bible study, go to their events, serve there. I think that's, that's big. Just going all in with one, it'll it'll keep you a lot more accountable.
1: That's good stuff, bro. Yeah, I appreciate you adding that in. So, yeah, I'm going to start off with uh, the story. I'm going to read it real quick. It's only 10 verses, and then I'm just going to break down the story and just some points that I got from it. And so, it starts off, uh, it's Luke chapter 18, verses 18 through 29. And so, in verse 18, it starts off by saying, A certain ruler asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered, No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not give false testimony, honor your father and mother. All these I've kept since I was a boy, he said. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, you still lack one thing, sell everything you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When he heard this, he became very sad because he was very wealthy. Jesus looked at him and said, how hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? Indeed, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard this asked, Who then can be saved? Jesus replied, What is impossible with man is possible with God. Peter said to him, We have left all we had to follow you. Truly, I tell you, Jesus said to them, No one who has left home or wife or brothers or sisters or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God will fail to receive many times as much in this age and in the age to come eternal life. And so that little story right there is always super convicting to me. And the thing that, the main like theme that I think that I got from this was just that, do I think that my good works will get me into heaven? Or do I think that my bad works would keep me out? If you you look at it that way as well. Um, God delights in showing mercy whenever we do sin. Um, You know, we are going against what the word of God has to say. And I do think that it hurts our relationship and God, you know, he's not happy about it whenever we sin, but he does delight in showing mercy whenever we sin. And he wants us to pursue him as a way that he pursues us. And so I think the problem isn't that like, you know, you black out every weekend or that you're struggling with sexual sin or that you find your ident- identity in what other people think about you and, you know, your identity and, the social ladder, if you just continuing, try, continuing to try to climb the social ladder um, in your organization, um, I think that it's a belief issue. Uh, you don't have to believe that Jesus, you don't believe that Jesus is greater than your vice. And I think that's what the problem is. And so I think that self-reliance will keep you from going all in with Jesus, as we have seen with this man right here, this rich young ruler. Um, and so, yeah, thinking that my works will get into heaven and that you are a good enough person is self-reliance. And like I said, I do believe that that keeps you from going all in with Jesus. And so if you're at home, I just would ask you all two questions to think about. Uh, First question is from a number between one to 10, 10 being certain and one being not so sure on how certain you are that you'd get into heaven. That's the first question that I would ask y'all. And two, if you were standing before God today, what reasons would you give him to let you into heaven? And y'all can message us these answers. You can keep them, keep them to yourself if you want. If you want to like talk to somebody about it, we're always open to uh, talk and discuss about these things. But I think the last thing that I'll just conclude with from the story is don't think that your sin is bigger than Jesus, because if you do, then you are mistaken wrongly. And so, yeah, I think that's um, what I have for discipline. I also have a couple of verses. Um, Matthew 5:30 says, and if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. And so I think just what that can look like day, like in your practical daily life is if something is causing you to sin, if it's maybe a friend, a friend group, um, social media, I think that what God says is clear and it's cut it off so that you can have this relationship with him. And um, so that you wouldn't let anything hinder you from growing in your relationship with God or even starting it if you haven't already. So that's what I get like from Matthew 530. That's always super convicting to me um, whenever I see things and reflect on um, what is stopping me from growing in my relationship with God, what's holding me back. And then just the second verse is also one of my favorites. It's Psalms 1 verses 1 and 2. And it says, blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take. We're sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on His law day and night. And so, this verse is just um, one of my favorites, and it makes me think about just like conforming to the to the world, as Romans 12:2 also says, like, do not conform to the patterns of this world. I think discipline um, is a very like black and white thing that God, like God, has laid out the blueprint for us, and it's just in in our hands. And also that, you know, we would call upon God to help us fight these temptations and different things that are hindering us to just truly, um, yeah, just, just not rely on ourselves but rely on God and even community and accountability that Matt and Julian talked about. And so I think with those two things, that will help you with um, discipline. Did y'all have anything else to add on that?
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay. I think you you tackled that pretty well. I just want to give um, some practical ways to example discipline. Uh, And and one of them is consistency, of course. So, you know, we're always like, I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to do this new year's um, resolution. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to stop looking at that. I'm, I'm trying to stop doing whatever. or I'm trying to eat better. I'm trying to work out more. So I think when we keep saying trying, we need to go into training. So we need to stop trying and start training. So, That's discipline good. is choosing what you want most over what you want now. So, I, I, I go to a Life Church plug here uh, in town, and Craig Rochelle gave a, a great message series called Greater Reward. Just finished it today. And he talked a lot about this training and disciplines and consistency. And so, he said, Discipline is choosing what you want most over what you want now. I think that that's big. And and, and training is a wholehearted commitment to getting a certain result. So if you go into training, wholeheartedly, you're going after, I'm going to go to the gym every day. So you're wholeheartedly going after that, or I'm going to read my Bible every day. So you're wholeheartedly doing everything you can to make sure that you get this certain result, right? And so you know, 10 years from now, what is it? What is that gonna look like? Your desires don't determine what you become. Yeah, I wanna work out more, I wanna read my Bible more, I want to pray more, I want to get in community. Your desires don't determine who you become, your disciplines determine what you become. So your discipline is the one that's like, Oh, I need to do this, so I'm actually gonna do it. I'm gonna train for this. So nextly I want to talk about the compound effect. It's a book written by Darren Hardy and and, and he he gives a very simple explanation a very simple formula right here per se so small smart choices plus consistency plus time equal radical difference so let me let me say that again for those of you want to write it down small smart choices plus consistency plus time equals radical difference so for example this is an example everybody's probably heard of if i offered you three million dollars right now or one penny that doubles every day for 31 days What are you going to choose? We all know that we've heard this and the penny is the way to go, right? So on day five, the penny lane, you chose to get a penny that doubles, right? Day five, you have 16 cents. It's not looking too hot because on day five, the other guy still has $3 million. On day 10, you have $5.12 and you're beginning to doubt your decision. You're like, you know, I'm 10 days into this and I hardly have anything. Well, this guy has $3 million. On day 20, you have five thousand two hundred and forty-three dollars. So okay, you know, I'm getting up there and, and, and hopefully that'll double enough to surpass three million. And on day thirty-one, you have a little over ten and a half million dollars or ten point two million dollars rather than the three million that that I offered you at the beginning. So I think it's a small, smart choice to take the penny and you gotta be consistent with it. You can't doubt it, and then you gotta be patient. Right, consistency comes over time. You can't just go to the gym for five days, and you know expect to lose thirty pounds. You got to be consistent. You got to be very, very consistent. So, I mean, that's what I got to to tackle on the discipline. What about you guys? You guys have anything else?
1: Yeah, oh, that was really that's, good. That's good, Matt. I think the the emphasis that I want to just put from that is that you know, like less trying and more training. Uh, I think that's just pretty much the main thing that I got from that, and is really, uh, practical and, you know, ways that we could apply that into our daily life. So that's really good.
2: Yeah, that's good. Um, I would say for practical steps, um, along the line of accountability, um, that's, I I would just say good ways that I like to do is I kind of like to plan out who I guess I'm like seeing that week who I'm interacting with, kind of just basing my whole, um, schedule off of, I guess, like different people in a way. So one thing like me and my mentor did, what I told them my biggest struggle was, was, um, not being able, or I guess it's not like reaching out to people as much as I, I wanted to over this past year. Um, cause I used to do that. I used to be pretty good at that, but, um, not recently. So I guess like accountability is just taking initiative um, is I would say like the biggest thing. Um, one thing I've been kind of like learning how to do more because like, you know, like I think fear of rejection is a, a huge common thing um, in today's society and reality. So that, that was like one of my problems was that I was just afraid to ask somebody to hang out or to get lunch or to get coffee and just like talk about things and be vulnerable um, with people I care about. But I guess over time, I just, I, I feel like I kept getting like scared of them saying no or scared to like put my heart out there. But one thing I've been trying to do lately is uh, just with the people that you see consistently, such as like my roommates, I see my roommates every day. I live with three other guys at my house luckily for me they're all um christian guys that are serious about their faith too so we always get to keep each other accountable because i see them every day no matter what so one thing i did was i got one of my roommates to go on my phone um and then set screen time passwords on my phone um, just because i was on social media too much um, and that was one of my problems that i've had over this past year was just being on my phone way too much so now every day I get a certain amount of time to be on my phone. Um, I get about like an hour and a half of social media per day. And I wanted, I chose to do that. And I went out of my way to get one of my home, like friends to keep me accountable. So I think it's just taking initiative with the people that you see a lot. Um, whether that's like, if it's a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a husband, a wife, a best friend, a friend, a mentor, literally anybody. If you see them a lot of the times, um, or you could even do it with uh, people, maybe you see once a week, but I think it's really easy to um, reach out for accountability to people that you see and are around a lot. Um, Like Cam and Matt, like we all talk at least like once a day. Um, So we have this outlet of communication where we can hold each other accountable. Um, So those are just some practical ways in my life that I try to, keep up with accountability.
1: Yeah, that's, that's good stuff, Julian. I'm glad that you shared that. I wanted to talk about some practical steps for community real quick before we wrap up. As discussed earlier, like accountability and community or, you know, they go hand in hand. Like when, whenever you have that good biblical community, accountability will come with uh, will come with that as well. And so I just think some practical steps that you can take to get into a biblical community is first, it just takes effort from you on your side. Um, if you know that you're not around a group of people that wants you to succeed and do your best or people that aren't pushing you towards the main the main purpose in life which is you know growing closer to God and for um, just having that higher purpose then um, you need to take those practical steps of getting uh, looking for a church or looking for organizations on your campus and if you if you go to UTD and especially like um, the ECU listeners and the, the Arkansas listeners like reach out to us because we're involved in good biblical communities that have helped us stay accountable, helped us, you know, stay consistent in the word and that help us grow each day. And so reach out to us if you'll have questions about, you know, which organizations y'all can get plugged into or um, something along those lines. But yeah, just getting plugged in into an organization on your campus and also getting plugged into church and it all just starts with you. And if you want to, you know, just change your heart and grow closer to God, but that's it for community.
0: Yeah. And if you don't go to any of our schools, we have connections all over the country. So please don't hesitate to reach out and we will get you involved in some church or um, some community there, uh, no matter what phase of life you're in. Love. But uh, I think that's going to do it for us today. So guys, thanks for for tuning in to the podcast. I know it's been a minute. We apologize for for not uploading for a while. But yeah, don't, don't forget Matt Garriga, 2018 at gmail.com. Any questions, concerns, comments, anything you'd like to hear from us. So thanks, everybody. Peace. <laughs> i <laughs>